0: Welcome On Texas Football Rapid Reaction. Steve Sarkeesian stepped to the microphone at about eleven o'clock this morning. Joe Cook of Inside Texas was there. Jerry Hamilton and myself have listened to the uh, report as well uh, and uh, heard some of the answers. Joe, your immediate thoughts following that presser and what you think of uh, Sark's attitude right now towards this team, given what you've been hearing each and every pra- after each and every practice.
1: Yeah, the, the first thing that jumps to my mind is uh, who he mentioned uh, got out in front of it. Normally, he waits for people to ask, you know, who stood out? Who's impressing? He just went went right ahead and jumped into it. And The first name out of his mouth was was Alfred Collins. Um, and that's something I know y- y'all mentioned on this channel and that we've been trying to mention over on Inside Texas. Uh, but just to hear him say that unprompted, and, and honestly, even Vernon Broughton unprompted, uh, considering the career that he's had so far, uh, good news for the Texas defensive line. You, you kind of have an understanding of who your top four probably are, um, Collins included, but they still want more from Collins. Uh, if they can get Collins and Broughton to be playing at a starter level, uh, trustworthy level, bodes really well for the uh, defensive line uh, for the Longhorns. So that stood out to me. And then just the way that he's he's answering questions. Uh, he's He's not really downplaying anything. Um, he even mentioned, you know, we, we haven't heard him say, oh, you know, bad practice. What would I was looking for granted? They haven't had a full pad practice yet. So that may, uh, change whenever that happens and there's some tackles and some fumbles and, and stuff like that. But he was, you know, pleased with the way that, that things operated, uh, even with adding some more situations, he said, taxing that football IQ in the middle of the midday heat. So there's barely been nothing for him to be disappointed in it sounds like doesn't mean that everything's flying at 100% efficiency but it really sounds like everything at this juncture is going how he wants
0: it to be. Uh, before we take you to some audio that we got for uh, that we grabbed from uh, today's press conference. Joe, did he mention any injuries whatsoever today?
1: No injuries wasn't asked. Um, I think because the local media knows he's pretty stingy with that info, but the only, I guess, injury info, and maybe uh, it's included in this audio is about Jalen Catalan and just how they, they treat him on a day-to-day basis.
0: Um, load management. Let's, I guess let's come back to that. Let's come back to that. Cause that's a whole different stop- topic. Jerry was just caught that right off the top, how he talked about Jalen Catalan, but let's first hear from Steve Sarkeesian and what he had to say about a couple of guys that were standing out uh, to start uh, the fall camp. You know,
2: some guys that I think are, are just really standing out, playing well. I think Alfred Collins had a really good camp so far. Uh, I think Vernon Broughton showed up. I think A.D. Mitchell has really showed up. Um, definitely see the improvement in, in Jonte Cook. Um, just to name a few guys, I know you guys always ask me, so I'm to try to get <laughs> it. So.
0: All right. Thanks. Thanks for that. That was good to hear from Coach uh, Jerry. You have some questions for uh, Joe as well,
3: for sure. Joe, I'm I'm staying on the defensive side of the ball. I know we'll get the offensive side of the ball. I, what stood out to me was his reactions to questions about Jalen Catalon. Um, First, somebody asked, "Is he could he be an every down player?" And Sark's reaction just took me back and saying okay this is a guy who's coached against Jalen Catalan when he was an all-American at Arkansas your thoughts on that and then talk about what you mentioned earlier how they're treating Catalan's practice schedule to make ensure he's healthy uh for the start of the season
1: yeah i think the the every down player thing there may have been some mix up with what was really meant, but i my guess was the question was can he be out there on a consistent basis right not you know, we know from watching Jalen Catalan heck against Texas that he's someone that can play the run and the pass pretty well. that's it's not like he's going to be have to be have to be subbed uh, because of a situation it, it I think the question was about what is there any physical limitation or physical restraint that you have to put yeah. onto Catalan at this point point? and Steve Sarkeesian made it pretty clear that, that's his responsibility. They need to tell Jalen Catalan to, hey, when you're on the field, go do this. Uh, when it's this situation, go do this. And by what Sarkeesian said, it sounds like Jalen Catalan's pretty darn good uh, <laughs> at, at doing all those things. Um, they told him, you know, they're, they're trying to tell uh, Jalen Catalan, don't play with restraint. When you wow. when you know, you go. But what Sarkeesian was mentioning is that they have to be able to rein him in some um, maybe even sometimes for Catalan wouldn't like to be reined in, uh, just to make sure that someone who's missed a lot of games and even had another procedure in the spring is available for all 12, 13, and if things go really go Texas way, maybe 14, 15 games over the course of the season. Uh, to do that, they uh, Steve Sarkeesian mentioned that every that they, he doesn't do back-to-back practices where he's full contact. Uh, they put a green so they're, jersey. They're keeping
0: Catalan out of contact every uh, every other practice. Right. Now their pads are on.
1: Right. Just no back-to-back days. They put the green jersey on. Um, and that's just like Steve Sarkeesian said, to to make sure that he's able to you know get through a, a, a training camp and through a 2023 season. They've been really impressed. He's kind of in those open media sessions. He's been at um, – I saw him at field safety – and granted, when they're running pursuit drills, that's the time I get to see it. Um, they have 12 men on the field just to put everybody out there and get more people reps. So maybe that changes uh, when they're actually in that nickel defense. But no matter what, he's someone who, uh, by all reports, has been uh, doing everything right to where he's a every down player in the respect that he can do things in the pass game, things in the run game, and be close to that All-American safety, freshman All-American safety he was in 2020.
0: Boy, if they add another baller to this team in that on defense, Jerry and, and Joe, that just brings them up another notch, in no my question. opinion. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian also asked today about some of his freshmen who's standing out uh, of late. He went on a diatribe about a couple of them. Uh, John T. Cook, Cedric Baxter, and Anthony Hill got the, the a lot of love from the Texas head coach. Let's listen to that.
2: There's that transition period for them that, that takes a minute, and Uh, Like, like all three of these guys, I really credit because we haven't, you know, we haven't gone out there with training wheels on the bikes with these guys, you know, we've taken the training wheels off, we've pushed them down the road and they've fallen some, um, but now they've learned how to ride the bike and CJ's no different, you know, he's pass protecting, he's running routes, he's running the ball well, um, I think he's got a real understanding of, of, you know, systematically what we try to do. When he makes an error, he's very coachable and tries to do it right. But the one thing, like with all three of those guys you mentioned, effort is never an issue, right? They play hard. Like Anthony Hill plays hard, CJ Baxter runs hard, plays hard, Jonte runs hard. And so we critique effort first. We can deal with some of the errors, but as long as you're coachable and you give us great effort, you know, we'll, we'll get it right with you. I give you more. From Derek Williams just kind of went back yeah. to early. early. Come on, come on, very fast. You know, it's kind of similar to if you remember last year of those seven linemen we signed, six of them were mid-year. There was one guy that came in the summer, that was Kelvin Banks. So a lot of times there's this whole, whole idea that well, if he comes early, he's going to be ready to play. If he comes in the summer, he won't be ready to play. Derek has uh, really come in with a, with a with a mindset to to try to be the best player that he can be. I think football makes sense to him. You know, I think his natural football IQ is very high and he's a very versatile player. He's got great length, he has good speed. Um, he's, he's not a, he's not afraid at all of, of contact. Um, I think he's got a really, couple really cool mentors in Jalen Catalan and Jaron Thompson, two very experienced players that he's learning from. Um, so I would, I would anticipate him, you know, definitely contributing to this team's success. To to what degree, we don't know yet. We're at the five practices in here, but
0: um, he's definitely a very good footballer. Jerry, your reaction to Steve Sarkeesian and kind words to a few of his
3: freshmen. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, there's been a number of questions about Jonte Cook already early in this camp. Um, Joe, you know, your thoughts on that being at the press conference, how many questions he got, you know, and how much, how effusive was he in the praise for Jonte?
1: Right, so that originally came up. Obviously, he mentioned him just as a, a player in that first opening statement, who has really done well. Um, he's Jonte's been mentioned by basically every player that we've had the chance to interview as a younger guy who's done well. Um, and and Steve Sarkeesian took an opportunity to praise DeSoto uh, for the everything they've done to help Jonte, and he had a fifteen hundred yard, twenty two touchdown state championship season with them. Last year, but he praised Jonte for being able to just take everything in as a freshman. And if he doesn't get something right, he doesn't take it personally. He doesn't go and mope. He just goes and goes to the next rep. And um, also, he's really good. Like, that's part of it. He's not just being coached and being coachable. He is going and making plays as well. Um, We even saw him move up, at least in that media viewing portion, uh, to right behind Xavier Worthy at that wide receiver position. And granted, you know, Isaiah Nayor is probably someone who can move all over the place. Uh, So maybe that had something to do with it, but he was ahead of Nayor in drills. So um, he's been asked about a lot, uh, mostly just because he's been mentioned a lot. And what Steve Sarkeesian made it sound like was not only is he doing everything asked of him on the field and and being that great football player, but he just has a a sense of maturity and an ability uh, to where, you know, being able to impress early and, and take advantage of the opportunities given to him and are, and what's known to be a pretty complex offense for wide receivers. He just took a chance to, to hype him up uh, when not, well, not only unprompted, but also when asked about him. He point,
3: Bobby to Joe's point for, for, from the coaching staff standpoint, and he mentioned him as a five-star recruit coming in, Kelvin banks, John Tay cook, Anthony Hill in the spring, those five stars that come in, and work, I don't want to say work like they're three stars, but not work like they're five stars. That everything's expected to be given to him fits right into what he's talking about with culture and how that she's changed. That cultures change at Texas.
2: Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation, the ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation.
0: Well, I'll say this. He also mentioned uh, Cedric Baxter and Anthony Hill uh, as well and talked about how those guys are practicing well, practicing hard, uh, and kind of have what it takes. Uh, The other guy that that you mentioned, Jontae Cook, Joe, having uh, some intelligence about him, some football intelligence. He also had some nice things in that regard to talk about JT Sanders, another former five-star, Jerry, that uh, you mentioned. uh, Sanders apparently catching the head coach's eye. Yeah,
1: Sanders, uh, a player we got to talk to on Friday, um, and Jeff Banks talked about him last week, put a story about Sanders in the tight end room over on Inside Texas. And basically what, what's what been talked about with Sanders is as great as his 2022 was, he's still got more room to grow. Um, and right now at this point, he's done everything to make sure that he's hitting those marks. Um, the The question today, as it kind of pertains to Sanders, was does having two outside wide receivers who can help push the field, help him out. And that wasn't always there last year uh, when they were in that 12 personnel, two tight end set, including one being an offensive lineman very often. There wasn't two guys who could really push the the ball down the field. Uh, There was Xavier Worthy, and that's about it because that wasn't asked of Jordan Whittington. All that often. Now you have AD Mitchell, who, to go back, one of the first players Stark mentioned, and someone who we've heard has had a really great camp. You have Nayor, who is doing well so far and coming back from his ACL tear and being one of those trustworthy receivers. Worthy is a guy who's going to push the ball down the field with his speed. So that's something that. Uh, Jatagan Sanders can take advantage of over the middle but even so Steve Sarkeesian and Sanders himself talked about pushing the ball downfield with him Uh, there's only so many defenders and, and so many guys to cover offensive guys and responsibilities and things like that to where not taking advantage of Sanders downfield catch ability would kind of be wasting some of what he does really well he's not a he's athletic but he's not you know, just elite speed for the tight end position. Good speed, but I don't think elite. But what he can do is jump. Denton Ryan used him split out all the time in the Gronk formation uh, just because he was basically able to jump over any defender against him. Being able to use him downfield is going to help not only Sanders, but also help the, the rushing offense. And I think that's something Sarkeesian's really looking forward to utilizing this year.
0: Joe, this is your third or fourth time hearing from the head football coach at the University of Texas this uh, this fall camp, your takeaways from being there each and every time, uh, not only with him but from the players, you, you get the sense that this team may be just a tad different than the ones prior for Steve Sarkeesian?
1: They're definitely confident. Every football team seems pretty confident this time of year. Uh, but even after five practices, and, and maybe this is something that comes along as we progress through the preseason there hasn't been a lot of like, you know, oh, well, we did this today, but uh, we had this many drops from the head coach or from the players. Or, you know, this was good, but, uh, you know, there were there were a few players where we just had missed tackles and missed assignments all over the place. And maybe that changes when the pads fully come on and, uh, ta- you know, they're tackling to the ground, they're scrimmaging. But so far, every mark seems to have been hit for Sarkeesian, and that's why it's all been – Pretty good news. Uh, I haven't really sensed any level of disappointment from him uh, about anything. Um, granted, whenever you're in this point of point of the season, uh, you're being asked questions about who's doing well, uh, who's who's doing bad. Probably won't get you a a very receptive answer, or, you know, response, whether physically or emotionally. But uh, everything that he's come to the table with so far has been positive and. Uh, the team doing everything it's been asked to do. And I think that's important. Now, what that first negative thing looks like, that's going to tell a lot too. But the fact that you know freshmen are doing well, Quinn Ewer's name wasn't even mentioned. And that to me kind of sounds like it's an understood at this point, which is great news because that's your quarterback for it to be at this point. You're not fielding all these questions about your quarterback and things like that. That's already a positive, and I bet that's a lot of the uh, reason for Sarkeesian's confidence and willingness to you know, speak pretty highly of his team so far throughout the preseason. I agree, I agree with
3: that. Head coach that's a play caller is more confident when he has confidence in his quarterback, for sure. No yeah. doubt
0: about it. Hey, Joe, one of the things I found interesting uh, in just listening to it, uh, you mentioned or we talked about how Jalen Catalan is going green jersey one day, no green jersey the next day when it comes to contact. I found it interesting how Sark talked a little bit about how he handled practice. He said they worked on third down, specifically starting on Saturday night's practice, and then they started working on just red zone stuff today uh, at practice as well. He's got, we think they have a scrimmage, the first scrimmage coming up uh, this uh, Saturday. They have practice again tomorrow evening, I believe. So it's, it's interesting how he's kind of, Segmenting this this out and making sure there's time for recovery and then get back after it recovery and then get back after it. Uh, you you feel like uh, the the pace as far as camp is concerned is something that you'd like to see or that that you like at this point at this point.
1: It feels like it. Um, I guess for for Sarkeesian's point of view, he doesn't really have to start thinking about rice until later this month then and- you know, considering your opponent, how, how much do you really have to think about Rice? Um, not to over-diminish it, but that's a game that Texas can win in a lot of different ways, including extremely ugly ugly ways, and I think he knows that. So going through these first couple weeks of, of install and getting freshmen up to speed, getting you know newcomers up to speed, things like that, and going through situations, I think is uh, uh, reveals why Sarkeesian uh, just emphasized football IQ so much over the off season and last season, that was a big area for him last year. He It improved last year, uh, but he talked about it. in then I think in media days, how there's still room for improvement. And I think going through these drills and trying to get down these third down situations, uh, get down the red zone. Um, I think it's evidence more of uh, or more evidence of trying to improve that football IQ. Also think about what we've heard, what he mentioned, you know, it is third down. That's been like the biggest emphasis that in turnovers, uh, we've heard about throughout the first few weeks of camp. There are periods dedicated to turnovers, and there's only so much practice time you can have. And the fact that they're dedicating that much practice time to turnovers says a lot. The fact that they dedicated, you know, basically a, a big portion of their situational drills to third down, and I bet that's both offense and defense, says a lot. Same with red zone, punching the ball in uh, instead of settling for field goals. So, Um, I think I think it speaks to, you know, trying to make sure that his team is prepared for for every situation um, and taking advantage of the way that the schedule probably sets itself up a little bit where you've got, you know, a a rice team where you're maybe threatened by JT Daniels. And that's about it before you head to Tuscaloosa. And then after that, you have Wyoming coming up. You want to make sure all your foundation is set. um, And maybe maybe, you know, this is just me thinking maybe that delves into rice install a little bit just to make sure you have your team ready for all those situations that could come up throughout the year. Uh, and this is just the, you know, the first few days where they're making that the emphasis
0: because they are priorities. All right. Speaking with Joe Cook, beat writer, managing editor, inside texas.com. Joe, thanks for your time this, uh, this afternoon. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian will not be at the microphone tomorrow. I believe that will be players after tomorrow night's practice. Uh, For Joe Cook and Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Football.